The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Nestleless, Calamte, Truk, and Elena finish up their breakfast at the Sea Spirits Tavern and make their way to the library in the port city of Wind. They learn some information that leads them to the Arcus Arcanum. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Of course, your favorite search engine, whatever that happens to Bing be. And you can see us on iTunes, Twitter, Google+, Facebook, and other places. YouTube. YouTube. Make sure you've checked out our Halloween special if you haven't seen it yet. It was a whole lot of fun to make, and it should be fun to watch. We're here in the shed playing our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign set in the world of Alamond, and we're going to go around the table saying hi, starting with... Hi everyone, this is Mickey. I play Nessalus, the young tiefling. JJ here, playing Calamity. I am currently uh, doing cursive because I've forgotten how. Excellent. Cool. Hey, this is Kurt. I'm playing Truk, the human monk originally from the Wado Zeshan Monastery. And I spent a good chunk of the last episode talking to a plant. The other closer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Brittany. I'm playing Elena, the human fighter. And I am Joe. I'm the dungeon master for this D&D campaign. We are currently in the port city of Wint. And our heroes spent the last session learning a little bit about the area. And uh, talking to a couple of patrons as well as a plant, as Kurt mentioned. Uh, within the Sea Spirits Tavern, they got themselves a good night's sleep and went out to market the next day. They found themselves several different items that we will probably see during this episode. And we're going to pick up with our party going now, hopefully, to find some more information about the ancient druid. JJ, why do you got your O face? <laughs> <laughs> It's not that kind of party. <laughs> Do you want me to talk to the diary to see if the diary has any insight? Do you want to Oh, you used to asking me? I'm, I'm, asking I'm only going to tell you what the diary says. Do you so. guys want me to ask a diary? No. No? We're just going to go trust in that blind? Thing. I still don't trust it. How about we put it to a vote? You, got All you know you want to. In favor of asking the diary. So I. I. It's your diary. I think you should talk to it whenever you want. Whatever. Fuck y'all. I'll talk to my damn diary. She talks to it by pen. I'm going to talk to it about you guys. All right. (laughs) But she holds the pen in her tail. Now, do you want to... uh, Do you plan on sharing the response? No, they didn't want me to talk to the diary. (laughs) I did. There's literally only one person who said no. That's your husband. And they... And you married him. (laughs) I did. Uh. I want a divorce. (laughs) He's going to say no to that, too. I know. (sighs) All right, so let's ask the diary. Dear diary. Yeah, but uh, the reason I'm asking if you're going to share is I'll just say it if you're going to share. Everyone can hear it at the same time. I'll share with everyone except Calamity. So you have to pretend you didn't hear it then, JJ. Okay. So go ahead and, and what are the... What question questions, you know... I, now, uh, as a little bit of um, filler for this, does Nestle still write daily into her diary? Of course. And this is just a special occasion. Yeah, it's just okay. one of her, like, the first night back, like, back on land. Okay. 
She writes in the diary, whew, I'm glad to be, dear diary, glad to be off the seas. I never knew I could throw up so much. Um, so then she would ask, you know, I ran across some elementals. They looked kind of interesting. She would ask more about them and what they were and all that good stuff. She was curious. Then she would say, okay, so you suggested we come here. I know you told us we need to find the Grove of the Fate Oracle. Can you tell us? where it is, or actually give us some clues on how to find it? The response will be pretty short, but the summary of it is uh, you need to seek the center of knowledge in the library, which will lead you towards uh, insanity. Wait, you want me to go cryptic, somewhere that's going to lead me to insanity? Sorry, you're not making any sense. And then maybe, afterwards, as you try to probe further, you just get a series of ellipses yeah. back. Maybe it <laughs> that, was that, that, calamity that. and it just couldn't spell. Insanity, calamity. Maybe. It lead you to calamity. To calamity. sanity. So is it morning now? Have we just woken up? Yeah, it's morning. All right, so we're going to say it's the next day now. Then she would be sharing that with you. Just Except in case you were wondering, because Trick has such a nice room with a view right out onto the water with the... The soothing waves, waves crashing. crashing under like a bidet. Um, he is going to sit and look out on the ocean and meditate for a solid 15 to 30 minutes before his partners wake up. Okay. Center himself, get a piece, ready for the day. All right, so we'll wait, what do you want to say, 17 minutes? In yeah, 17, silence? 18, today would be good. All right, everyone quiet. <laughs> See, the key is you don't clear your mind. Yeah. You just let the thoughts come in. You acknowledge them, and then you just let them go. Like the waves. Exactly. Except the thoughts like that would tickle yeah. my bottom. So the, <laughs> the, your thoughts so crash in and out like waves. Getting a seawater enema, got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you realize shortly afterwards that your anus is chafed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there are a lot of barnacles here. <laughs> it's not the first time the monk has dealt with anal chafing. Oh, oh. So what are you up to, Mickey? I mean, he was a rock. He was a rock. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I feel like that shapes a lot. Um, so I would just go downstairs and have some breakfast, chat with the waitress. Freshly a bit. baked um, uh, breads, both the pine nut and the oat bread, the fresh yeah. smell of them permeates your rooms when you get up. And um, you can also smell the, the pork sizzling and the, the eggs crack, crack, hear them cracking as you walk down into the dining area. Sounds good. Uh, so true. Bacon. It's like deja vu, except for they have bread. <laughs> so true. Having actually finished his meditation, stands up, prepares for the onset of the bacon. At the onset of the bacon. Steps out of his room to head downstairs. Nice. So um, you guys will meet down in the tavern. Sounds good. And head to the library. Library foods. <laughs> After the food. After the boots. Which the shop owner talked me out of the boots and instead sold me slippers. These cool Spider-Man slippers. <laughs> they are cool Spider-Man <coughs> slippers. So before we can go to the library, I have to tell you, you guys, when I was leaving my room this morning, the potted plant from the weird druid at the bar last night was sitting right outside of my door. A little sapling. Okay. Just sitting there. With no Did note. it follow you home? Can we keep it? <laughs> So it was just sitting there by itself. It was just tiny. It's just tiny. It's in a little bit yeah. of in a little bit of um, dirt with just a cloth around it. 
And when I picked it up, it tugged. It tugged one time. It tugged on you? It, it moved. Which way? Northeast. Interesting. Fantastic. Whoa. Did you talk to it? Uh, I mean, all day yesterday. I did. I talked to it extensively, but it did not talk back. And it didn't tug anymore. Have you seen the druid? Nope. Fantastic. But I've got him right here. That's just great. That's just wonderful. <laughs> can I, uh, sure I think I'm it? supposed to take Why? Can I hold it? Uh, as long as he shares. I mean, sure. it's a plant. It's a plant. I think she's I trust gonna, the sapling more than I trust a diary. You have to be kind of gentle. It is a tree in its very early life. So don't drop it. It wants to grow to be hundreds of years old, and it's probably a month old at this time. I have plenty of experience with wicked old trees. What? (laughs) Anywho. Left field. Um, Okay. Guys, I recently finished my backstory that was in there. Oh. (laughs) Does anyone else know this? No. Okay. I mean, I put it in the one note thing. Okay. Okay. You know, you're all supposed to read. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different. You kind of got to push an update though, or something. Come on now. <laughs> you let us know it's there. Yeah. So we have then uh, setting out towards the library. And I've okay. got a little sapling. setting out to a library. It is a large building, and I mean, like uh, I'm thinking, like the pictures you see of the New York Public Library uh, kind of size. It's a very large inside stone walls. They go up. The inside is about 40 or 50 feet high. There are multiple levels, are but like the, the main level rolls? goes all the way. Oh, there you go. You're good. Um, well, wall to wall. The second level comes in from the sides about 20 feet. The third level comes in about 10 feet. So it's like steps up. And um, it's just loaded with books and uh, people of all walks of life seem to be walking through the library, reading books, sitting, a uh, few, uh, few old men sitting at one of the tables playing chess. There's uh, a few other things going on, uh, uh, like a book club going on in Is one corner. Is the elvish population higher here? There's one or two elves here, but it, they're still far outnumbered by all the other races. We need to find the center of knowledge. Elena's going to go watch the chess game. Oh, uh, yeah? Okay. Truk. What are you doing? Just patting my plant. Are you going to go look for a book <laughs> on herbology or botany? I would, um, I would think that given the size of the library that we need to find a librarian or someone to help us because we won't even have a clue where to start. The keeper of knowledge. Librarian is named Dewey. it wasn't until i just said that damn it (laughs) i should never said it you can take it back uh i I can but would it work no yeah so we're gonna call him dewey yeah i might as well write it good gosh um i hit hit the name plate at the counter Mm. says dewey d c mel (laughs) okay nice all right, so I'm Dewey. at least be kind of clever with it if I can. Dewey I feel like he probably has a brother named <coughs> Huey who does painting. Um, so this library was built for human-sized people, and he is a dwarf. And Dewey has this uh, step that he brings around with him everywhere he goes to the counter, sets it down, steps up on it. You can see it's clearly a, a, a pattern that this is. he does this all of the time. So it's just a habit. He probably doesn't even think about it. But it is kind of funny to watch just the top of the dwarf's head walking along, and then it stops, and then he steps up to wherever he needs to be at the counter, and he knows where to go. 
uh, he hears you guys approach the counter, <clears throat> and he does move over to the area and steps up. And uh, he's very pleasant-mannered for a dwarf, uh, and just uh, says, Welcome, what can I do for you? So we're seeking knowledge about this secret grove of the Fey Oracle. Well, we have a whole section on Fey up on the second level. That may be a good place to start. You heard anything about an oracle? Ah, Fey and oracle, probably not together. What about groves? Uh, lots of groves. Any and secret druids ones? do that kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Is there a particularly authoritative text on the history of the Fey that you might be able to recommend to us? Uh, actually, there's one by that name, the authoritative text on the history of Fey. Which Dewey recommends. Excellent. Could you help us find that? It's written by Kurt and Joe, (laughs) (laughs) apparently. Uh, Yeah, that one's right. It's one of the larger leather-bound tomes towards the middle of the face section up on the second level. It should be easy to find. It's a rather heavy book, though, so make sure you bring a friend with you. Um, Where are the maps in here? There's an entire map cartography section and the bottom level towards the back. Okay. They even have maps strewn up along the walls um, and they even uh, have somebody there that's actively keeping them up to date. As a port city, it's very important for them to keep the, the coastline and everything up to date. So as anybody reports any changes, they go right up to the maps on the wall and change them. So there's somebody up there probably working on it as you approach. I want to find out what towns are to the northeast or yeah the way they um, tree-tugged. And I also want to see um, if the cartographer that's there has heard any reports of the children being taken. Okay. And I actually want, if it's not too far, I want to shoot back to the inn while they do some research because it occurs to me that I want to leave a message for the druid in case, I don't want him to think I took his plant. Ah, and so I want to leave a message that I'm caring for him, but that I'm not stealing him. And if if the waitress hears, you know, if the druid's looking for him, that, that he should contact me, and that we'll be. You should northeast. probably wipe your fingerprints off of his doorknob. Then I didn't take it from his room. <laughs> uh, so if we get and 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 also I would want to inquire from her whether she had any news of where he was or if he had left or what you know, what his story was. Uh, when you ask her that, she says, "I don't know where." But he always leaves out of the north gate. Okay. Don't know where he lives. I'm sure he lives out in the woods somewhere. Well, if I can leave a note for him or something, yes. I want to to that effect. We'll, we'll keep um, we'll keep something for him at the front desk. When next time he comes in, uh, we can hand it to him. He's here usually about once a month. Okay. He comes in with the cycles of the moon normally. Fantastic. Okay. Okay, and then at the cartographer, yes, he's heard no more than what you um, than what you experienced from the waitress. In that, yeah, there was some people talking about stuff. He's more interested, mind you, of, of the coastal area. Okay, um, but he's heard the same stories that there were kids that were being uh, all teenage and younger children had been um, uh, turned to stone and taken away. They had uh, the locals had started using the name the Stolen Stone Children because they were turned to stone and stolen. Uh, so that is something, when you say that, he's like, you mean the Stolen Stone Children? And that's the, the when it's written about in newspapers and stuff, that's the, the terminology they use. 
Okay. And as far as to the northeast, there's a bunch of towns, uh, and he could point out to you where he thinks a couple of the uh, the things happened, but he hasn't heard anything in a few months now. Um, and is he aware of any of the ley lines? Well, first question I'll ask you, is that even relevant in 5e, or is this just something you want to do? I think it's relevant in any kind of magical world. Yeah, but I mean, like, as a mechanic, I don't it's know. It's not that, a mechanic, yeah, no. Okay. Um, I mean, there are the, uh, magic, from his perspective, magic is stronger in certain areas, yes. And that is, you can find some of that information in some of the different maps. Okay. So, like, uh, maps, of, they have the maps of elevation and uh, things like that. There's a map of magic concentration, if you will. And that may lead you in the, uh, down the way you want to find it. Okay. I want to do a little, uh, basically, you know, X mark the spot on my own little crude map. Okay. So that I can, uh, to the northeast, I want to, I'm, I'm have an inkling that the, uh, the tree might w- need to take us where we need to go. Cool. You do trust the tree way more than the book. Yep. Because it hasn't been turned into a book yet. So sure. You do, so you don't trust the diary, but you trust the tree. <laughs> And when you think about it, depending on who and what personality, the tree doesn't talk. It just does. Where the book can be kind of cryptic. That's true. Yeah. Um, the book itself, uh, presuming again that Elena was not leaving Nessalus, Elena would have to pull the book off of the shelf. I think she's substantially taller. But it, it actually, to comfortably and safely handle this heavy book, it does take both of you to set it onto the big stone table next to it. Um, it the book itself is approximately about two feet tall and about a foot and a half wide. And when you open it up, it's like three feet wide. Uh, it's a really heavy book. It seems like the pages are made out of some kind of cloth and metal weave. It's a really weird look. Like every page shimmers a little bit as you look at it, almost like glitter but it looks like some type of metal woven in with the paper Interesting. Um, yeah it's really neat and most of the words are in other languages what languages do you guys speak do you know all of them oh well that's easy <laughs> well, i should say speak read because that's more relevant than speaking it all of them uh common and elvish okay that's going to help because there's a lot of elvish common infernal and celestial okay so between the common and the elvish you can pick up, there is indeed an extensive history of the Fae in this area of the world, in this area of Alamond, what we call center world. Um, the, the history of the Fae goes back millennia, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, this person came before this one, this empire rose and fell, and... Uh, certain people migrated from one area to another. Most of the history seems to drop off somewhere around 500 years ago. And a lot of what's in towards the, more towards the present, near to, nearer to the back of the book, is written all in one hand, where most of the book is written in many different hands. You can clearly tell it was written by different people, even in different languages. Towards the end of the book, um, it mentions that all of the information about the Fae, the, the wealth of the knowledge of the Fae, has been uh, mostly lost. Very few maintain a knowledge to this day, and most of which are from the Crimson Order. And that's pretty much where the book stops. The Crimson Order? Yeah. 
Can we ask the um, librarian if he knows anything about this Crimson Order? Yes, you can. Um, and Dewey will, when you ask him that question, as you ask him, his eyes dart from one side to another, like, is anybody listening? That kind of look. And he says, I can't speak openly about the Crimson Order. Um, you could perhaps contact someone in the Wizard's Tower, and they might be able to help you. Hmm. <clears throat> and he, he steps down off of his step, and you just see the top of his head on the counter, and he walks over to help somebody else quickly. Dewey dipped. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now what? I guess we go find the wizard's tower? I didn't have a name for that. Anyone have a name for the wizard's tower? JJ, what was that in name you came up with? The Dizzy Priest? <laughs> that, that's the wizard's tower. Probably not. Um, that's that's Arcus Arcanum. Ah, that works. So Arcus. do we find the rest of the group and share? As far as I know, everyone was in there, in the library, so it should be easy enough that if you guys want to share. Let's find the rest done. of the group and share this. Yeah. Have we picked up our goodies from the market yet? Um, what I would say is, yeah. What did you end up with, Kurt, the, the different items that you put? Because I may put a limit on how many were ready. Cause, or for that matter, you may be picking them up at the wizard's tower because they might be imbuing some of the magic. They are. Do you want me to tell you what I asked for? Uh, let me see it. If you got it, if it's written legibly enough for me to see, I, I can, I, I, can I can read pretty good. Um, let's see that, 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 and that, what I would say and is Joe on that first one, the yep. radiant damage would be one time and then, but then it, light would be reusable. That's what I wanted to ask for. I think that would work. Um, okay. Sure. So let's say, power. let's say that, yes, um, everyone's uh, magic items have been acquired for them if they weren't already on the shelf at one of the markets. Remember, this is a high magic world. Yeah. So we're able to find these things, but when we create something, it still needs to be created. So you are, um, when you go by the market on your way to the Wizard's Tower, you're instructed that if you want this quicker than tomorrow then here's your voucher. You can go to the Wizard's Tower and pick it up because they're putting the magic into your stuff now. You may have to wait around a little while. They weren't going to deliver till the end of the day, but they are there. Okay. How far away Fair is enough? this tower? Uh, everything is within an hour's walk in the city. So you'll be there in a few minutes to half an hour, depending on where you're going to and from. Okay. But you'll spend the morning doing the stuff that we're talking about. You'll at least spend the morning going in the library, examining maps, um, looking at uh, the books, watching people play chess. They weren't very skilled, by the way. For old men, you've seen much better. Thank you. I think if we're going to head to the Wizard's Tower, I'm going to um, water my little plants. I'm going to give him a few drops of water. You know, if you were going, if you were going to like a church, you could put holy water in it. Nope, just regular water. Regular wizard water. And hold him up to the sun. Wiz water. <laughs> Wiz water. And then pat him. <laughs> cool. All right, so we'll get we'll get there, and we'll uh, we'll go through that now. They have a couple of questions. They were going to go check with the merchant. The um, the wizard pages uh, have a couple of questions about your items. And what they want to know is just more clarification. So they'll take you aside 
uh, true for a few minutes and you can clarify and you'll end up with those things, but they didn't get the right information. It was close. Um, the point here being that the merchant seems to have miscommunicated what you said. It wasn't way off, but clearly it wasn't exact. Okay. Is there any sense that that was done intentionally or just uh, it was confusing? Uh, let's do a wisdom roll. Let's see how that works out for you. Flip to die. 18 plus, I think I'm at least four, so at least 22. The attitude of the plus wizard, the, the page there, who is trying to get the information, uh, it's one of those where he is, as the customer, he's treating you like the customer is always right type of thing. However, he's, he's got this attitude when he's talking about the merchant that he doesn't like dealing with the merchant. So there's some probably mix up there. What? He's probably incompetent. He could be. I put incompetent on my car. Now everything is darker and I can't figure it out. What? <laughs> I'm just making a mess over here. Yeah. I just a made a mess. horrible joke. Yeah. It was. It was horrible. And I loved every like second that. of it. You can do so much yeah. better. I could do so much better. Like, I tried to make my racing snail faster by taking off its shell, but now it's just a little sluggish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, within the... Um, Go ahead. Let's look for the, the red... Arcus Arcanery is where you are now. Yeah, but... Yeah. Were so, you, you're the, seeking information there. The um, uh, Crimson Order? Crimson Order. Yeah. Hmm? Ah, uh, Brittany's got the Chinese thingy. I'll uh, I'll straight up ask, you know. Yeah. What's you know? Can you tell us any information on the Crimson Order? Uh, and the person at the information desk, uh, pretty much, it doesn't say a word to you. Um, puts up one finger, like wait a minute. Puts the closed sign up. In this case, he presses a button, and it's like the uh, the metal shield comes down really fast at the bank or whatever it is, and there's a clanking sound as this uh, a clear magic aura uh, shuts down your access to the window, but he, put, he holds up the one finger to say, like, hold on a minute. That happens, and then you don't see him. So um, maybe somebody's showing up shortly? Oh, wait. What's Elena up to? Yeah. At the Arcus Arcanery Wizard Tower. Just kind of looking around. Just kind of looking around. It looks all wizardy. I would say it's not as fun as watching a chess game, but those chess players sucked. Interestingly enough, um, I would say that the Wizard's Tower is like a real-life chess game. <laughs> Everybody's always trying to wrest control from somebody else and making the right moves to get from one place to another. Um, and that might be interesting, and you got the paper thing. Yeah. And now that Mickey's back... Mickey. Hey. Hi, everyone. So, um, Calamity asked the information desk at the Wizard Tower about the uh, Crimson Order. And they pretty much did the, uh, hold on a second, and then like this magic Goodbye. force field barriers of bulletproof metal and everything shut down, and that just happened like moments ago. So we're locked out? Or we're no, no, no. In? This is at the information desk. So, they so the guy down. walked away, um, presumably, because he said, hold on a second, <laughs> um, to get somebody. Uh, and what did you say Truk was going to be doing? 
Well, well, he got a little bit plant. of water. Yeah. Uh, is Truk going to name the sapling? He's thinking very hard about it. Okay. Him. Yes, he's going to wait until he has the proper name. He's very... His um, names are very important. I was going to say, he's very meditative and contemplative, so I would see him taking a while to come yeah, up with it. He doesn't want name. to end up naming it something like Dewey, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be stupid. <laughs> you don't take the first thing that comes to mind. Um, definitely don't name it Groot. <laughs> Whatever no. you do. But I could do a little dance. <laughs> uh, uh. I can't name it Flubber. Flubber? Because it dances. Ah, but it didn't dance. It tugged. It's a tug root. Okay. So are we just waiting? Well, that, I wanted to find out if, if Truk wanted to be doing anything else before I proceed with I mean, I everything just, else. Are we in kind of a lobby waiting? Yeah. You are in... Is there access to... You're in probably the fanciest lobby magic can buy. So everything is a glowing rune on something. It's a clear display of power. Yeah. Uh, the entire area pulses. It's almost like the waves in your bidet, but of magic. You can actually feel the magic in this place, and it's the kind of thing that makes your back teeth tingle. And if you're a magic user, or you can use magic, then this place makes you feel like not only are you completely recharged, but like you could do anything. It's like you just, not only did you get charged, but you went past that 99% and hit that 100% and you're stuck there, your battery's fully charged, and you're just waiting for something to happen. You're so like a on magic edge woody. with excitement. You got a magic woody. You have a magic woody. Dude. Episode name. Episode name. Magic woody. Okay. Is this in reference to boners or the fact that he's carrying a plant? Huh. That's well, if it's an episode of... name, it has to be the plant. Okay. Yeah. Because we we all know that our episodes are all clean. Just the names. Just the names. The names are all clean. It's just the names. Woodrow would not be the worst name for my plant ever. Woody? It's going to take you a while to right. figure out a proper name for that thing. Mm-hmm. Might take an episode or two. It okay. might. So what are we doing now? The um, Shortly thereafter, okay. uh, what would apparently be one of the oldest human men you have ever seen in your life. Um, he has wrinkles that have wrinkles. Kind he's of like old. The crypt keeper. Uh, if you had to guess by the way humans normally age, he's about four or five hundred years old, maybe. Damn. Yeah, uh, and he looks every bit. <laughs> he looks like four a leather or wallet. Five hundred. Yes. Well, he looks like a leather wallet that's four or five hundred years old. Damn. <laughs> um, every feature uh, is just elderly. Um, he has no beard, though. Unlike most of the wizards here, who presume that or, or maintain the old wizard look. He just looks like a really old, wrinkled mess of a man. He does, however, have the pointy hat and a really fancy uh, wizard robe. And he walks straight up to Calamity yeah. and says, um, you were asking of the Crimson Order. Yeah. Who are you? Um, I am Calamity of the nation of Asgaroth. And, um... Asgaroth, how is your emperor? He's doing well. Things are progressing marvelously. Great. Come in, Come into my office. We must talk. The rest, the rest of you, wait out here. Okay. Really? What, uh, everyone's okay what, with what that? What the heck? Cool. How come we got to <laughs> stay out think here? Nobody's ever okay with me. I don't told. think you should <laughs> That's go That's rude. <laughs> uh, he's just going to go and walk yep, towards his office. What color is the old dude's robe? Uh, it's... 
It's crimson. As close to purple as you can get while still being blue. His hat, too? Yes, same color. Now, on that, there's like swirling patterns of stars that are constantly moving. And not stars as in like goofy, uh, glittery wizard stars, but like constellations. His robes move with him. I would ask... I mean, I would like to not be offensive, but respectfully ask if I could join Calamity for the conversation. Okay. My charisma. Uh, is anybody going to follow along? Mm-hmm. Like, just walk behind him? Yeah. Okay. I'll turn myself invisible. For As you get to the door, it's like a Star Trek door. As he walks up to it, it opens. And as he after as soon as he walks through, it closes. As Calamity approaches, it opens. And as soon as Calamity walks through, it closes. And it does not open for anyone else. Get move. Yeah. Rude. And, uh... Whatever. So, <laughs> I, I take a seat. I assume there's seating air arrangements in here. Yes. Uh, a chair will pull itself up to you. Nice. Yep. I'm picturing this entire thing as a bank, by the way. It's kind of bank-ish, but bank-ish to the point where every sign at the bank that tells you you need a loan... Here is a rune on the wall that's glowing, and you have no idea what it means. It's like Gringotts. So it's exactly like a bank. Yeah, like you don't know. What it, it's not in a language, though. It's just there. Like Gringotts. It's magic. It's alive. Um, they didn't have any. Presuming rooms, that all of this is useful information, wall. you will share when you go yeah. back out. All right, so we can just keep it like this. Um, uh, he just goes straight Do to business. The Crimson the Order is long extinct, except one man, and he has gone insane. He may have information that you're seeking. He has information of a great many things that are long forgotten. But I wouldn't talk to him. Okay. Um, what do you know of Tritherion? I'm trying to remember which one that was, JJ. <laughs> the, the diary. Ah, oh, the, yeah, God. the one behind the diary. Okay. Um, was it Tritherion? Therian longs to be in power again and has been seeking a vessel to do so for centuries. Well, that sounds bad. You can't hear it. I know. Shh. He said he would share. I did. Now, he can say that without her knowing anything. <laughs> she wouldn't um. know what that means. <laughs> it, is not, it is not every day someone asks of the Crimson Order. Most of their, if not all but one are gone. We don't know of any others that, still, that are still alive. They were lost in one of the last great wars about, I don't know, 300 years or so ago. Good riddance, right? They were strong for their time. They would not be welcome in this world. Do you want to ask where, where? Where is this last member? You may be able to find him along the outside of the wall, uh, towards the east of Wint. There's an old gate that they say leads to his, his underground mansion. No one has gone through there for, for many, many years. The key is said to be lost. I'll knock nicely. You'd, what? Knock nicely? I'll knock nicely. Okay. <laughs> On what? I don't know that anyone's tried that. It might just work. 
Please let me in. Thank you for very much for your hospitality. Is You're uh, welcome. Is there anything that I can do for you? If you find him, it would be best to make sure he does not know he is the last of his order. Keep that from him. In other words, perpetuate the, the, uh, the delusion. The last I talked to him about 250 years ago, he thought that they were still coming back. Okay. And I think it is the only thing that has kept him insane in the good way. He could be much, much worse. Right. <laughs> he's, like, he's like a happy drunk. Yeah, he's you, a happy you, you insane. Don't want, you don't want angry drunk. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. And you can tell your friends that the door would work for them now, but I don't want them in here anyway. <laughs> Understood. Your stupid wizard room anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she is the um, the adolescent, isn't she? Yeah. And I, I come back out and. Um, and and I'm curious the the. Uh, the disguise that Nestleus was going to keep up, would she have it here? Yeah, everywhere. She doesn't take it off. Okay, just as a jab, as the door opens for him, um, and you see, and he can see out to you, he, he, as the door closes, you hear him say, I know you're a tiefling. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write that on his door. <laughs> Elena just freaking punches the door. <laughs> Don't talk to her like that. I Shook. know you're a loser. <laughs> oh, actually, talk to him telepathically because she could do that. Ah. Can she do that through the door? Who knows? Yeah, why not? What kind of freaking door she, is As far this? as she knows, she can. That's what's important in <laughs> this case. <laughs> Magic Woody. And you would probably think you could do anything magical at this time. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's all there. Everything in the in the air. I wonder, like this like uh is she getting like a little bit drunk off the power? Maybe. It, it would be kinda <laughs> up to her how she reacts to that. I would say <laughs> telepathically power. telepathically countering a five hundred year old wizard is probably Probably a little punch drunk. <laughs> yeah. While we're, right there. while we're in this place with all this yeah. super magic, um, does my little sapling have any reaction to it? I it, don't know, Kurt. It's like, 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 if like, anything, like. you would think it's like I'm going to treat this like you're going to personify whatever you see on it. Like when you see a dog, I know it's sad, but you have no idea if a dog's sad or not, right? The plant, if anything, it's cowering. It looks like the leaves are kind of crunched down a little bit, the few leaves it has, and the, the branches are kind of sagging a little bit, like it's trying to get away from everything. This is unnatural. Yeah. That could make a tree go real bad. So, right, so I would ask Calamity what he wants to do. Um, I think we need to seek out the last member of the Grimson Order. So just to recap, the words. I just I just want to get the tree out of here. Yeah. So the librarian told us that the Crimson Order might have information about the secret grove of the Fae. The Crimson right. Order came up at the end of the history of the Fae. Right. Yeah. And the librarian said wizards probably know about that. Right. And the wizards did know about that. Yeah. And they have pointed us to East Wall or the East Gate. To outside of the East Wall. 
There's an old gate that supposedly leads to the underground mansion of the last of the Crimson Order. But no one has a key, and I'm going to knock nicely. <laughs> and separately, Truk knows that the old weird druid left always leaves by the north gate. Well, he's not old. He's just a weird druid. Weird, the weird druid. Yeah. He might be about your age as a halfling. I don't know how much that matters. Um, I don't remember if halflings age differently here, but figure maybe 20-something. Okay. Uh, he's a smart druid. How far is the north gate from the east gate? Uh, from, well, you would go out of the city and then just walk around. You'd be where you need to be within a couple hours. It's not a huge deal. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So just right there oh, next? Oh, I, this why I, I asked. picked up my weapons while I was at the tower. Yes. Yeah, it took him a few minutes. They got the stuff that you wanted, configured the way you want it. As far as you know, he said, it w- we had to rush a couple of these, but here, go ahead. Oh, and, great. Um, in the meantime, he's also gathered up like the replacement items for like the Spider-Man slippers and stuff. He has to go bring them to the shops that sold them. So he's going back to restock. Oh, okay. This is a good place to remember for future use. Uh, Do they sell directly? Arcus Arcanery. Yeah. Probably not, but you could ask. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a wealthy guy. Right. I mean, not to not have to go <laughs> through the merchants and be able to come yeah. here. From, be, you want to cut out the middleman? Yeah. I could. Well, I mean, we're fully provisioned. We're fully rested. If we're gonna let's roll. If we're gonna go crimson water let's style, roll. Autobots, uh, what's roll that? out. Said Autobots. Roll Autobots. Out. Uh, you get to the gate outside, so you, it takes a couple hours from where you are getting everything put together, walking outside. Um, this area, what it looks like is there used to be a house. A very large, probably mansion-sized house. However, all one big piece. However, the most of the ground now is just barren. Um, nothing is growing on it. There's a few tumbleweeds here and there. And there are pieces of stone around what used to be a wall. Um, around that entire area still stands a rusted wrought iron gate. Uh, a fence, I should say. That has a gate inset in the front. And on the other side of the gate, there's just blackness on the ground. Okay. So, like, it would go down, but it doesn't, you don't see down, like, you don't see earth underneath there. It's just blackness. Like a portable hole, maybe. Okay. (laughs) Actually, that's not it, but I'm thinking, since we said that earlier. Uh, That's what you see as you approach this gate. And the gate does appear to be, or it is closed, and there does appear to be a very large, you know, stereotypical skeleton keyhole in the gate. And I'm going to knock nicely. When you knock, you realize that contrary to what you would normally think, the iron itself is warm, not cold. Interesting. It is warm to the touch. Not hot, but warm, like slightly warmer than the ambient temperature. If we say it's about 70 degrees out, the iron itself feels like 80 Hmm. What's that about? Uh, the, Does anyone um, have any like arcana? Can I, can I just try to like try it? Does it open? It does not. As Calamity is interacting with it, Nestleus, you've been away from the Wizard's Tower now for a couple of hours, but some of that feeling you had inside the Wizard's Tower when Calamity interacts with the gate there's a couple thrums of magical power coming from it it is 
powerful in some magical way. This is powerful in a magical way. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Now tell them these aren't the droids you're looking for. No. That's what I want. <laughs> Get Toby what to do. Now what do, what do you suggest? What do you think? Um, do I see anything? Aside from like what I've magical... just described, no. Do you have detect magic? That's what I'm looking for. I mean, for. I kind of just told you it's magic. Yeah. But I don't remember if detect magic goes much further. I know you have knowledge arcana. I have arcana. Well, let's do that. Let's uh, let's make a roll. And that's going to be an intelligence arcana, whatever you want oh, to call it. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> that that wasn't a happy one. That was a single digit roll, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. an eight. eight. She got all this out of the way. Not with this die, apparently. What I would say is you can identify from what you are able to do, taking a minute to study it while Calamity is, is, you know, physically interacting with it. You can surmise that it is locked by wizard magic. Probably something that you would not be able to do yourself. Yeah, but I can undo it. Maybe, yeah. Um, What you got, Kurt? Detect magic would let... You'd learn at School of Magic, yeah. if that's helpful. If you sense Only if you have it. So what you think? Um, it's pretty easy to undo magic, right? You just kind of blow it up. <laughs> that never goes poorly. That never works. You know? Anyone have any other ideas? Anytime you blow something up. I got nothing. I, I didn't, wasn't told where a key was. or. Yeah. Is there any like writings or runes what around it? Dispel hey, magic. Let's do a let's magic. do an intelligence check for that. It sounds like you're looking Everybody? for clues. Anybody who's looking for clues? How about that? I don't think it would work, but does anyone have to still dispel magic? That's a no. That's a negatory. Huh. Huh. If you Pardon me. If you're proficient with your brain, make sure you add your proficiency die. Yeah. I did. One. <laughs> I uh, got a 19. I thought I heard a D4 rolling. It was a D6. Oh, wow. That's a light D6. It's it's a, this little guy. I wouldn't use Oh, that. that's why. Okay. It's like a way to die. It's a way to die. I got a 19. I got a 13. Okay. Um, so, looking for writing, what languages does... Uh, I speak Dwarvish yeah. and Common. Um, so, you find something, but you need somebody's help, because it looks like an Elvish script. Uh, Pick me! I, I'm just going to point it out. Like, I, There's some writing yeah. down here. It's <laughs> warned or something. I can't read it. Yeah. Is someone's eyesight better than mine? Everyone's eyesight's better than yours. <laughs> I'm the one that found it, right? <laughs> Whatever. Like, like the Halloween Even episode. A, Why where you're the deaf, deaf guy, guy and everything. you kept hearing yeah. things. Um, Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. That's more often than true. JJ is right, though, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder if you guys get to go home and have makeup sex after you play D&D together. <laughs> That's why she's such a bitch. <laughs> Nice. That's um, a really good tactic. I like it. The the writing that's on there appears to be a warning, but it it's like 
it's telling you things not to do. It's like um, <laughs> don't come in here. <laughs> yes, uh, it says first. It says beware you, your surroundings. It says do not fear, and do not weep. Fantastic. So we have to like like in Indiana Jones, take a leap from the lion's head. Just don't fear. Walk in. I try to walk through the door. Um, give me a second because I'm writing something. Beware your surroundings. <laughs> don't fear. What was the other one? Um, do not don't fear and do cry. not weep. Do not weep. Don't cry. Don't cry for me, Argentina. It's Argentina again. <laughs> Gosh, you know that offends me, Mickey. Oh, Lord. God, sing Oklahoma, will you? Again, I apologize to all of The winds go sweeping through Adios. the plains. Come on. Adios, mio. <laughs> Uh, the truth is I never left you All through my <laughs> wild days Okay So Elena was going to do what? She's going to walk raid the door. It. Oh, it, it is locked Just like, I mean Calamity the first thing he knocked And then he tried to open It doesn't no, no. just open Oh you're just going to walk face door. first into it I'm going to like labyrinth style try to walk okay. through it would Nestleus laugh at her bouncing yes. off of the gate? Oh, yes. So. Yes, I would expect you to. <laughs> uh, you do. Uh, if you're walking straight into it, yes, you, you hit it. And it's almost like you're hitting a very tautly strung rubber band. And you're uh, pushed back a little bit. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel really like give, iron. But it pushes it, you back. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't give forward. You're just pushed back from it. So it's like a force field. A rubbery force field. A that, rubbery force that field. Only rubbers in one direction. But it's 99.9% .9 effective. It's a unidirectional rubber. <laughs> no, no. It was do not, do not fear and do not weep. Do not yeah. fear, do and not be weep. Be aware of your, your of, of your surroundings. Do not fear, do not weep. For those of you who weren't aware, there's a door here. Is there like <laughs> any statues or in the area or anything that we could use? Anything out of the ordinary? Is there a brick that's a different color? Is there a brick that's a different color? So well, if people are look looking around again for clues, let's do another intelligence roll. The first time, everyone said they were looking for writing. So now God. it's... All right, what else is there? Bless! Me too! I got a one. You rolled all a my one? Dice I rolled a one. on timeout. Four. Nice. JJ, please get something. I got a 17. Thank God. <laughs> Somebody's playing. Um... In addition to the writing, because you saw this, uh, I'll let I'll give it straight straight up to calamity. Um, as part of it, as part of the writing, it, it looks like somebody has gone through the pains of etching into the stone hundreds of years ago. Not stone, uh, iron. Individual snowflakes, probably thousands of them, and it's only now you realize it's not rust. And outside of that, on the ground. It looks like there are many stones in shapes like snowflakes on the ground. Oh. Almost unnaturally cut in a tiny size. It's like gravel when you were walking up. It was like gravel. And you start to make this connection that there is a difference there. It's like oh. you're walking on tiny shurikens. <laughs> so, yeah, pick one up and, like, take a look at this. Like, do you see the snowflake? And look at the bars on the gate. Yeah. It's like everyone what is you unique. You what do you not think this is? 
I don't know. Let's take up the snowflake. Puzzle. Yeah, let's put the snowflake next to the one. You, like you better not pound. I'm no. <laughs> so I'll like scoop up a handful of the gravel and throw it at the gate. No, you have to place them individually. No. Elena's going to start placing them individually. Well, they're tiny. Like, pick up care. with tweezers tiny. Oh, good lord. Okay. All right, pick yeah. up a I mean, they're handful. tiny snowflakes. Oh, they're all you need. You, you mistook them for, like, bits you said of gravel. rust and stuff. Yeah, but it's like you're walking on gravel. Yeah. So, oh, so we can you. pick them up and place them? Girls no, with magic. That's what I'm saying that not really, no. Not what practically. What you got for this? If you want to sit there and do that kind of thing, sure. Do you have prestidigitation? I do have prestidigitation. Ooh, what would you do with it? <laughs> what would I do with prestidigitation? <laughs> I know what I would do with prestidigitation. You dirty. <laughs> what would I do? What would I do with prestidigitation? You can all clean up. things. You can... And... Uh, so what? Clean the wall Clean the wall so that we can see it better? I don't know. Can I press <laughs> do the, something? <laughs> press to digitate the grime off of the wall. It's what are you not asking? really grime; it's just rusted, um, like rusted balls? metal. Or is it just indentation? It looks like it's not etchings, dirty. At the all. snowflake etchings off of the bars. But are they discreet? Like, can you pick them up and move them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're. But it's snow, light, fluffy snow. But it's rust. Rust. Right. Gotcha. Well, all right. Yeah. So press to digitate a whole bunch of them and just throw them at the wall and see what happens. Okay. The gate opens. Woohoo! I did it. Well done. I threw the. Uh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what she did, but she's like, I did it. <laughs> Good job, Nexus. Good yeah. job. Is it magically activated? All right. So, so I threw magic at so it. So the gate opens. Now, you could already see through the gate to the other side of the black on the ground. Um, and that now the gate is open to that. It's about a 15 by 15-ish, mostly square. And it's just dark, black, pitch black. You can't see through it unless you have some kind of special Shuriken with light. black magic stuff. Wait, I have... I have see-through black magic stuff as a kid. I have see-through black magic stuff. Um, I have create bonfire. Hmm? Interesting. Or press, can I press a digitate uh, a light in front of us? It wouldn't do anything to a spell whose level is higher, I would say. How about, like, I've got thaumaturgy. You also have uh, devil's sight. It's one of your invocations. She's not a devil. It's not on my list. It's not, it's not a spell. It's an invocation. Where's that Ooh. stuff? Where's that stuff? You're supposed to make my cheat sheet so that I can read it. Oh, snap. What's it called? Devil's, Devil's, Devil's sight. sight. So uh, who else is going to investigate the, uh, the... I'll call it a pit, although you can't see walls. It's just a black hole on the ground. Wait, let me try this again. I'm going to walk into it. Wait, okay. don't you want to see what's in there first? No. Um, <laughs> essentially, it looks like Elena's doing the mime thing of walking downstairs, and then she vanishes into the blackness. Elena, where'd you go? She shouts down. You hear her, and I'll tell you what you see in a minute. You do see something. Okay. But you hear her. I say, and I can still was, uh, hear you. It was stairs going down, by the way. 
Okay. I don't fall on my face. You don't fall on your face. Sweet. You stepped right onto the first stair, and that's what I was saying. It looks like the mime who does the, you know, the ducking to go down. So that's what she looked like going down. I did. That's why I had to describe it after. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So I have, apparently I have devil's sight, which allows me to see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical Ooh. to a distance of 120 feet. Interesting. So can I like look in there? Now, does how does that work? Is that, a, to see it? is that a spell? Is that something that has to be cast? Is it's, it a once a day? It's an, an always eldritch, on. It's an invocation. It's part of the um, warlock class thing. Ah. But as an invocation, it sounds like it has to be, well, invoked. No, because it's always on. Then why the hell call it an invocation? Why not call it an always why not on? Call it, yeah, why not call it an ability or a feature or something? Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to, because we've already gone through this far, I'm going to say you can't see into it, but once you are in, in it, it, you will see fine. Sounds good. How about that? I like it. And Elena did say that she Everything's can, okay, so she I can could hear in. you. You basically learn an invocation uh-huh. one time when you learn it, when you have the prereqs, and then it's yours. Okay. So this is cool. I didn't know how that worked. I was looking I didn't at, either, I obviously. Feature, but it's in the, it's, uh, in the Warlock. Aha. Cool. Okay. You can see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical to 120. Plus she has dark vision already. Is what I see dangerous? No. Well, depends on what you consider danger. Um it is, I want to tell them it's safe to come in. It's colorful. Does it look like it's safe it, to come the, in? You see in front of you, um, and I'll just say this because anyone else can step in shortly, but yep. in front of you is a large door. that I say large, and it's probably about 15 feet high, 10 feet wide, and it just has magical scribe on it and different colored um, like balls of light on, on a pattern on the front of it. Mm-hmm. It's Clearly something that a wizard did it. But it doesn't look like it's going to hurt you. It looks way too colorful. It's like a carnival kind of thing. I'm going to say let's get dangerous <gasps> and walk down. Are there like snowflakes in front of this door as well? No, colorful balls of light. Uh, in front of that door, no snowflakes. No snowflakes? Snowflakes. No snowflakes? <laughs> Is there anything on the floor or around the colorful door? Uh, no. Um and I think because we are right at the point where we're going to go into the dungeon crawl next, this is probably a good point to end this episode at that door. And that's where we will pick up the next one. Is everybody in? Everybody in? Turn around, bright Everybody in. Everybody in. Why? Why? Because it's the end of the episode. Yay! Yay! All right, everybody, let's say. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, penis. Ciao, Bella. Following the clues they obtain throughout Wint, our party of heroes finds their way to the ruins of an old mansion outside the east wall of the city. They are working together to find their way through the gate as we wrap up. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.